seconds ticking down. The Blues are through to a prelim final. Can you believe it? Three seconds left. The first time in 42 years that our enemies will stay in line in Collingwood and Carlton. But what about this? Carlton have beaten Melbourne. Melbourne have lost their last four finals at the MCG and gone out in back-to-back years in straight sense. The Blues win it! Season over for Port Adelaide and the GWS Giants win their way into a fourth prelim final in their history. A Friday night date with Collingwood awaits. The Giants by 23 points. There's a big, big sound from the west of the town. It's the sound of the mighty Giants. Feel the ground is shaking. The other teams are quaking. Exciting expectations. Do you? What do you do with the players' script? Embrace everything. Yeah, incredible stuff over the weekend. Two great games of footy and plenty more to come. Joining us down the line to chat all about it is Western Bulldogs legend Dougie Hawkins. Doug, good afternoon. Maddie, how are you, mate? Very well, Doug. How good's footy? Well, it was uh, pretty good footy. Uh, games, obviously, very particularly the um, Carlton game. I mean, that was just. That was amazing, wasn't it, Matty? It really was. Oh. And, uh, Carlton. You know what? You know what? Round 10, Michael Voss was had his head on the chopping. It was going to be chopped. I know. The football media, the people of uh, Melbourne, uh, which puts a lot of pressure inside your own footy club, make no mistake about that. He, he, Michael Voss was going to be gone. <laughs> Could have been gone. Unbelievable. I mean, what they've done is turned it around so well, Dougie, as well as GWS. I mean, they were sitting uh, in around 13th or 14th position themselves, Carlton in 15th at one stage in the season, and and now they're through to the final four. It's it's remarkable what those two head coaches have have done in Adam Kingsley and Michael Voss. Yeah, Adam Kingsley's been amazing, and he looks like he's let them play footy and play with a lot of freedom and a lot of free spirit and and they were just sensational against Port Adelaide. I, I just didn't think they could get the job done over in Port Adelaide, particularly with them now um, out in straight sets. Port Adelaide. I mean, gee whiz, um, uh, Ken Hinckley. I think he signed a two-year deal late, late in the season, if I can remember now, yep. as an extension on his contract. Um, <laughs> there might be a few people now saying, "Why would why would you have waited?" And see how we've gone in the finals. So that's that's what it's all about, isn't it, Matty? At the end of the day, it's all about okay, home and away gets you to the finals, and it's about what you do in the finals. And they went out in the straight sets. And, and Melbourne, I think Melbourne might be their second year in a row. It is, it is it, straight it, sets it is, once again. Yeah, you know, and GWS, they were fantastic. They really were. They were really good. They moved the ball quickly. Um, Cajulio was very good. Ward was terrific as well. Toby Green, I love him. I just love the way he plays his footy. Uh, the other boy, Green, was terrific. Uh, but Toby Green, he, he'd play in the 80s. He would have played mm. in the 70s. Mm. He would have played any time, any, any sort of footy, Toby Green. Uh, and, and obviously, uh, captain of the All-Australian side. Uh, we might find out um, uh, when they get the job done, maybe against, uh, against Collingwood. Who knows? 
What what is it about Toby Green that makes him such a special player? And clearly, he has matured to a certain point now as well, because we know about some of his indiscretions earlier on, but now he is the All Australian captain and leading his side so well. Yeah, man, he just looks like he matured. You, you hit it on the head, mate. No doubt about that. He looks like he matured in his football and in himself a bit too. But but don't worry about it. It's still that that um toughness. He plays yeah. right on that edge. Mm. He plays on the edge of that shade of uh, maybe arrogance, or, and, and you know, we call it a lot of confidence. But he he plays that little bit of swagger and a bit of edge and uh, a bit of arrogance. And I, I just love the way he goes about his footy. And he just he, he you know he does he makes something out of nothing and. A lot of blokes' current plays, I don't reckon they do that. Uh, he, he can just do the things that, uh, you know, uh, you make something out of nothing, if that mm. makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, very mercurial player and really knows where the goals are, doesn't he, at all times, wherever he is yeah. out on the ground. Um, let's go back to that Friday night game. Carlton managing to come away with that incredible two-point victory over the Ds. The Ds were left wondering what could have been um, after missing... Many, many shots on goal once again. But uh, Carlton, too strong. I thought they were led really well by the likes of Sam Walsh and Paddy Cripps through the midfield. What did you think of Friday night's game? Yeah, Matty, they were. They were I thought the game, I thought the school areas in their field kicking both sides. And again, final foot is a lot of pressure. And there'd be pressure out in the ground, make no mistake about that. And, uh, I thought Cripps was terrific. And the boy Walsh, well, I thought he was outstanding. I just thought he was just his ability to run and continue to run. Uh, his ability to use the football, making right footy decisions was outstanding as well. And and I thought their forward line with uh, Harry Mackay out would give Kurnow a lot more room, but that May, Stephen May, was, was fantastic. Yeah, in the last quarter, he was just outstanding. And uh, Carlton's got a bit of an issue now. Do they bring Mackay back into that side? Uh, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna do it, but I just... I just not yeah, I'm not convinced that they don't, uh, they don't miss him, do they? They they don't miss him. Well, yeah, they they, they probably don't. They probably don't. It opens up their forward line a hell of a lot more. And I, I I'd probably bring back Jack Martin, particularly at ground level. Um, he's very good. And Modlock was okay. Don't get me wrong, he was pretty pretty handy as well. And uh, it's a it's a big thing for a minute for Carlton to make that decision. Do you leave a bloke out like Harry McKay or or do you bring him in? But I think they'll play him, won't they? Surely. I think they will. And um, structurally, they still look pretty good with him there. Even if he uh, he doesn't really have an impact on the scoreboard, he can still take a big clunk or bring it to ground for the forwards to take full advantage. So um, I think they still look okay, but I I don't think they miss him all that much when he is out. They played some really good footy um, this season without him um, earlier on when he was injured. Um, uh, For the Ds... Like we've talked about, out in straight sets, two years in a row. And you have to wonder about some of their decisions. They just seem a little dysfunctional at the moment. There are a few cracks. We know about some of the off-field stuff in regards to Simon Goodwin. It goes back to a fight last year at a, at a pub. And, and then bringing in a premium Ruckman when they already have the best Ruckman in the competition, in Brody Grundy, and then not electing to play him um, for the you know for the second half of the season... A few too many mistakes. Clearly, the forward line was the issue, and they did not sort that out whatsoever. Brady Grundy, that was that was amazing, Matty. He did it right on the head. Um, I thought it wasn't a bad decision to come in and be a backup ruckman to Max Gort. I mean, Max will cut ruck all the time, and 
And all of a sudden, Grundy just, for some reason, um, not that he lost his way, but they just lost faith in him. And then all of a sudden, Melbourne tried to make him into a forward by playing him in the forward line of the VFL, and that didn't actually uh, work too well. And all of a sudden, you've got a bloke who's probably on seven, 800,000, can't get a game. I mean, it's just, it's just ridiculous. And, uh, and some of Melbourne's goal kicking, particularly in close, um, in those two finals, you know, and that Gaunt missed a couple. The boy Frisk actually nearly missed the footy a couple of weeks ago. He went off the side of his boot. Mm. Um, you know, and, and it just, um, it just seemed to be, uh, yeah, they seem to be in a little bit of trouble with these. Don't worry about that. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see what does happen moving forward. But uh, I think clearly the forward line is an issue and that's what they should have looked at. I mean, Richmond, they, they lose in 2018. What do they do? They go out and get a big key forward in Tom Lynch and we know mm. about their dynasty. Melbourne, they haven't thought really thought about it in that regard. And to go out and get Brody Grundy and then to not play him, I think, uh, is a decision uh, that was a very poor one indeed. Uh, we're speaking to Doug Hawkins here on sports drive this afternoon Dougie what are your thoughts as we move forward four teams left geez we could have a Carlton Collingwood grand final which would just be unbelievable <laughs> Matty I um I reckon the last time they played in one might have been 81 82 I went been back to back I think it was 81 82 yeah I reckon it was 80, 81 I reckon yeah I think Carlton won that obviously and I think I think yeah, I think it was 81, you're right, yeah. Yeah, 82 um, was, was Carlton Richmond. Morris Rioli turned, turned right, it on correct, that day. Yeah, Carlton Richmond. I think Morris Rioli, the late Morris Rioli, won the medal and they got yep. beaten. Yep. Um, no, but that's, yeah, it's got to be an interesting one, isn't it? Gee whiz, Carlton Collingwood, can that can it happen? I tell you what, I reckon GWS can serve it right up to the Magpies. I know they'll be fresh. I'll bring the young boy Dacos back. Uh, he looks like he's ready to go again. Um and, and again, you know, come Monday night, Brownlow medal night, that's going to be interesting too, Matty, isn't it? Who's your Brownlow uh, medalist? Well, I, I think I think Dacos can nearly have enough votes by the last four or five rounds that he missed. I, I think I think Bottom Pellick and the Bulldogs will be right in the mix. There's no doubt about that. He's, his season has been very, very even, and his last four or five games was very good. Um Petrarca will pile well at Melbourne. There's a boy at Port Adelaide, the kid Butters, Sack Butters. I just got a feel about him. Carries the ball, runs with it, steps blokes, makes really good footy decisions. I think he'll pile very heavily out. I think Bon Pelly might win it. Uh, and I hope he does win it, being a Bulldog. <laughs> but you don't be surprised Dacos got enough votes by rounds, mm. yeah, round 17, round 18. He's got enough votes to win the medal. Spoken like a true Bulldogs man. Hey, um, Doug, unfortunately over the weekend we had some sad passings in Ron Barassi and Cowboy Neil. Um, could you yeah. could you share a few yeah. words on, on the great men? And um, what are your thoughts on potentially naming the AFL Premiership Cup after Ron Barassi? Yeah, Matty, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I should have done it when he was alive. You know, mm. I think that, but we, we do a lot of things when people pass, don't we? We all make decisions about people who, once they pass away, and uh, uh, he's been one of the all-time greats. And, and, and in my opinion, there was two in my time, uh, and that's Teddy Whitten and Ron Barassi. And 
Teddy Britton used to call him Mrs. Football. <laughs> he used to call himself Mr. I'm Mr. Football, you're Mrs. Football. And they used to laugh oh, at the fun and the times that they had together. And when they would do that, it was just... Uh, I could see Barras underneath your skin going, I'll give you that EJ Corby, Mr. Football. <laughs> um, he was a fair income bloke, Ron Barassi, And that's the thing about the bloke. I mean... As a player, I didn't see him obviously play too much, but I'm led to believe he was hard, tough. Yeah, it wasn't overly skilled, wasn't overly gifted, but he just worked his backside off, uh, and he was a fantastic coach and got everything out of uh, the teams that he coached, including the Mighty Kangaroos back in '75 when he took them to that premiership. Uh, he was very hard on the the greats like Malcolm Blight and Keith Gregg and uh, Barry Cable and these type of players. He was very, very and Kekovic, He was very hard on him as well. Uh, but Ron Barassi was fair dinkum, and the great cowboy knew well. He was just an absolute uh, powerhouse, uh, fantastic play. Played 260 games, premiership player as well. And I met Cowboy a couple of times, and he's he's like Ron Barassi, just a fair dinkum good bloke, mm. fair dinkum bloke. Yeah, and uh, one of the few men that can actually call himself a St Kilda premiership player. One of the rare things uh, in footy. Uh, when you when you take a look at the history yeah. of that club, and uh, yeah, we sadly lost two greats of the game over the weekend. But geez, so, so footy... Manny, I'm, I'm going to tip. I'm going to tip Manny. I'm, I'm, I'm going to think Collingwood might just have enough with that week off. I think they might yep. get away with them. And I think Brisbane be too good for Carlton. I just think up there at the Gabba. So I'm tipping a Collingwood Brisbane Lions Grand Final, and uh, I don't know who'll win that. How's that? I'm not sure who win that. Well, uh, no one is, and uh, we can't wait for, for what is to happen. But, uh, Doug, uh, Collingwood, Brisbane, that's the call here on the program this afternoon from the great Dougie Hawkins. And, uh, yeah, it certainly seems as though it is shaping up that way, but you never know in footy, especially with the likes of Carlton and GWS and what they have produced in recent weeks. Uh, Doug, thank you very much for taking the time on the show today. It's been a pleasure as always, and uh, can't wait to chat again. Sometimes so. Good on you, Matty. Take care, Matty. Good on you, mate.